Hello, friend, and welcome to the Epidemic Explained podcast. I'm Adrian Javier, and today we'll learn about the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, abbreviated MERS, and get down to how this viral respiratory illness has spread and become an epidemic. MERS was first reported in 2012 in Saudi Arabia and has since spread to several other countries, including the United States. Since September 2012, the World Health Organization, abbreviated WHO, has been notified of 2,229 laboratory confirmed cases of infection and 798 MERS-CoV associated deaths. Just recently, on September 8, 2018, the Republic of Korea notified WHO of a laboratory-confirmed case of MERS. Unfortunately, approximately 35 of reported patients with MERS have died. Other symptoms include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. Pneumonia is common, but not always present. Gastrointestinal symptoms, including diarrhea, have also been reported. To get more on this, we will actually be speaking to a MERS patient who is currently at the Sewell National University Hospital. Hello, sir. Hope you're doing better since we last spoke. Hi, Adrian. Yes, yes, I am. That's crazy here. If I remember correctly, you flew in to Kuwait from Korea? Yes, I was visiting Kuwait on business. A couple weeks later in Kuwait, I was experiencing GI tract discomfort and diarrhea, which I thought was just something that I had eaten and would just pass, you know? I didn't make a big deal about it until I remember one morning I could just not take pain anymore and so I had to visit a local hospital there. And what did they say? After giving me some GI pain medication and not much else, I decided to apply back to Korea since at that point I figured being home would be ideal. There my doctor reiterated the diarrhea and fever but also diagnosed me with pneumonia. And due to my travel history, he suspected MERS. Sounds terrifying. Do you remember being in close proximity with ill individuals or something out of the ordinary that you had eaten? Well, the owners of where I was staying did own a couple camels, but they were kept far from us. So, yeah, I don't know. My host family also invited me for dinner one night where we had camel meat. I didn't want to be rude and refuse either, so I ate it, and to my surprise, it tasted quite good. Well, thank you for sharing with us. As you know, no one is entirely sure where the virus comes from, but we do know that the virus is zoonotic, which means it's transmittable between animals and humans, and does not pass easily from person to person unless there is close contact. After the interview, I was lucky enough to talk to other patients there and found it quite interesting to find that most of which were diagnosed with MERS were in fact in contact with the dromedary camels. Scientific evidence suggests that dromedary camels are a major reservoir host for MERS-CoV and an animal source of MERS infection in humans. However, the exact role of dromedaries in transmission of the virus and the exact routes of transmission are unknown. No vaccine or specific treatment is currently available. Treatment is supportive and based on the patient's clinical condition. As a general precaution, anyone visiting places where dromedary camels and other animals are present should practice hygiene measures, should avoid contact with sick animals, and consuming raw or undercooked meats. Transmission of the virus has also occurred in healthcare facilities in several countries due to malpractice.
wraps up this episode of Epidemic Explained. Thanks for listening, and remember, don't second guess hygienic practice and keep those hands clean. Till next time.